Hey, Trianne here. Welcome back to the Be That Create That social channel. I love to use these interviews to help show you guys and engage different people that are in the community and show how they are sharing leadership in their own journeys. We have had people in these interviews from people who are selling things on Etsy, stay-at-home moms, people who are just doing volunteering, um, to actual entrepreneurs that are dabbling in all types of different marketing spaces. So um, I'm super excited to bring Nakia on today. Let me bring her on so that you guys can get to know her a little bit better. Hello, hello. Hello. All right, so make sure that I'm pronouncing that correctly. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, Nakia, you said it, okay. you said it right. I was like, I should have asked you that when we first started chatting, but we just started like rolling into it. Um, that's one of the things that I, I love about being able to connect with people through these social platforms is it's strange how you just kind of feel like you know the person already and people are really getting used to more of this like online one-on-one, -on -one, which um, is interesting how quickly we adapt to these types of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I would agree. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing how you can adapt. There's so much to learn, like we were talking before. Um, but like I said, we're here to help each other and um, I'm always open to learning and I'm always there to help anyone anywhere I can. Um, That's awesome, which is probably yeah. where the Connectors Club title came from. So first of all, why don't you just introduce yourself? Like, what do you do? What are you here for? Um, and what is something creative that you're working on right now? Um, okay, so what I do is initially what it is, is I prospect for businesses, specifically people in the coaching world or service based businesses um, and speakers. And what that means is that I basically do LinkedIn outreach. Um, and, but in a non-spammy way, so I'm all about creating real conversations, um, being really authentic, um, to help business owners get more clients. So I basically book calls for them and set up that system for them. Okay. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing that? Um, so it's going to go, it's going to be going on two years. Um, and I have to say it has evolved a lot and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, yeah, yeah it's been going, it's going on two years. So I would say about a year and a half right now. That's like, awesome. Yeah. And what did you do before you started doing that? Like, how did you, how did you transition into doing this from where you were at before? So, so, so in 2016, um, was when my, I would say when I first actually made my first dollar. So I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't, wasn't able to figure it out. And really how I got into it is I started off, um, I had actually had an Amazon business, a very successful Amazon business that I did for over five years um, and I brought it to seven figures and I had a big team, everything else. But um, eventually I think it's because it was my first start. Um, it, it's what I would like to tell people. It's what got me through the door. It's what it, it, it's what basically opened the doors to a whole new world of what, what being a business owner was about. And there came a point where um, I felt like I wanted more. Um, I felt like this wasn't it for me. Like this wasn't going to be the thing that I'm doing for the next 20 years. And um, I have to admit, a lot of people put me in a box because every time I was trying to get out of e-commerce, they're like, yeah, but the kid, this is your experience. So you just stay within there. And um, eventually I, I, I put my foot down and I'm like, you know what? I'm ending this business. Um, I think it was in, it, it was actually during COVID. So I didn't know COVID was going to happen, but right. I ended up like, officially closing everything in February. Um, and so I went through a, a journey, I think about a year um, before I finally saw opportunity in a Facebook group um, to work for a lead gen company. 
Um, and so kind of that's how I kind of transitioned. And um, I saw a whole new world where I was like, oh, my God, you're sending out cold DMs and <laughs> it's not spammy. And CEOs are jumping on calls with this sector. They're, they're in the IT world. So the IT world is very hard when it comes to cold pitching. And so that's where I got introduced to it. And I got to see, like, oh, my God, if you do it the right way, it can work. And what ended up happening is that owner um, turned around and started um, advising me and mentoring me. And that's how the Connectors Club was started. That's awesome. So what does the Connectors Club do? Like, what's your vision for that? So the vision is to help people build brands um, authentically. Um, And so, yes, like, it is a lead generation company that is based around LinkedIn outreach and cold email. But I like to tell people it's not just a lead gen company. It's about building relationships. When people, to give me perspective, when people get on a call with me, Usually they'll be like, wait, this is not lead, just lead gen. They'll be like, you're building relationships. You're like a relationship builder. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's how I started when I did e-commerce. I didn't mention this, but when I had my e-commerce business, that's where I learned all about attraction marketing. I learned about telling stories and getting people attracted to me. And so I feel like what makes me different is I implement that within the connectors club. So we're not just blasting out messages. The goal is that you're connecting. So when people get on a call with you and they're like, oh my gosh, I felt like I connected with you and you just click. So really the vision is to help people be authentic, help them feel aligned with the messages um, and help them feel good about their business as they're growing and as they're reaching out to the ideal client. What do you think is missing when it comes to like building those relationships and connecting? I think a few things. I think there's a lack of knowledge in people and and who people are targeting. So what do I mean by that? Mean by that is um, when I talk, and this is a lot of business owners, it's not in equally me, and it took me a while to really get really good at this, is a lot of times when you ask people like, okay, like who is your ideal client? People will usually do it based on characteristics saying, oh, well, you're single. I don't know, I'm just giving an example, divorce. Um, and I found that you have to get deeper. I don't think people get deep enough. Yeah, I think people start with the demographics because that's what they've been taught and they forget to, okay, there's this whole other side. There's these psychographics. What does she think? What do they feel? What do they do? You know, what keeps them up at night? Like really thinking about how you are serving them, not as a woman in her forties that works a nine to five, but more of like, what is she feeling? What does she want? Right. Or he, you know, depending on the business you know, what is your service providing for that person that's going to give them some value to make them even want to connect so that you have a story to tell them? Exactly. And I found that the more deeper you go, the easier it is when you're creating a message statement. I call it a pitch message. But when you're creating a message statement, it's so on point that when they see that message, they're like, oh, my God, that's me. And so I think that's what's missing is that people don't go deep enough. Um, And like you said, I think it's just what people are taught um and yeah like and what was the question again and what what i think is missing i think that would be like the main thing that and then also people like i think people generalize too often um and they're afraid to get specific right so the more specific you are the more people relate it's just how it is mm-hmm. um when you're too general that's when people i know how i felt like that. i don't know if you felt like that when people send you a cool message and you're like i know they didn't look at my profile yes Right. So that's, 
I get, I can't even tell you how many of those every day and more. So what's interesting is I get them more in my LinkedIn because, you know, more my professional profile over mm -hmm. there. Um, but I, and over there, I just feel like I get more of that. Like I can do this for you and I can do that for you. And I'm like, have you really looked at specifically what I do? Because this feels like you really just cut and paste. And I get that that's what people are being taught. But I think, you know, to your point, it's that authenticity that's missing. Right. Like, how do you get people to know you through those messages and realize that it's a service and it's not just a cold message? So when you say message statement, how would you give me an example maybe of how you would help somebody figure out how to build their message statement? So I usually go through a series of questions. So basically the goal is, is that, so let me, so the ultimate goal is when I talk to you, so yes, you're a leadership performance coach, for example, mm -hmm. but what makes you different from everyone else? Because I like to tell people, if I go to everyone and say, oh, I'm a leadership performance coach, this is what I can do for you, they probably heard that message 10,000 10, times. So what I like to focus on is that what makes you different? What is your angle? What makes you unique? Um, and so I would usually look over, it could be different types of results. It could be, it could be quantitative or transformational. So then when I create the message, maybe it'd be like, hey, like I just had a client that was similar to you and she did dot, 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 or I was able to get her from here to there. And I, mm -hmm. I feel like that type of messaging works well because people usually relate. They're usually in that phase as well. Yeah, because they can really see their potential in what you're sharing. Yes. And I, I always tell people, I'm like professional development, personal development, whatever it is, growth in general. If you can just open your mindset to there's this gap here and I'm going to figure out how to close that gap and be so okay with the fact that there is a gap, first of all, um, but then leading yourself through getting to that next level where you want to be. So share with us, you know, we talk a lot about leadership in this community. So share with us, you know, what comes to mind when I say, you know, what is your definition or how would you explain leadership? So for me, I would say leadership is someone that's willing to serve, uh, meaning that they're open to learning. Um, they're open to taking feedback. So even if they're the leader, they're still, they're open to taking feedback, they're receptive to it, but also they know how to uh, give constructive feedback. Um, I think there's a big difference. So you're not tearing down someone, but they understand that it's also needed it's really, as a leader, it's required for you to know how to give feedback so that everyone's growing. Like if you're a person that gets scared of um, giving feedback and, and giving a proper right type of um, advice that someone needs to hear, it doesn't work. Um, so you need to be able to have that quote unquote hard skin to, for people to grow. Um, so I would say someone, a leader is, that they can do, they can roll their sleeves and do what the team is doing um, just as much as getting what they need to get done as well. So you're just a part of the team as a whole. Um, when, that's not what I would think of when I think of leadership. Mm -hmm. I think there's a number of things that get in people's way of doing that. And the first thing I feel like is that lack of confidence where like ego gets in the way. Um, so the other thing we talk a lot about in this community is a uh, morning routine and the importance of like how that morning routine can really set you up for the day and help you be successful. But I realize not everybody's a morning person, right? So 
maybe you do have a morning routine or something, but what is something that really is a non-negotiable throughout your day that you feel like adds to your success or makes you feel successful, even if it's not bright and early in the morning? So here's a fun fact about me is I actually wake up at like four or five in the morning and oh. sometimes I have to tell myself too early, Nakia, we need, to, we need to like wake up a little bit later. Um, but I would say that, um, uh, my morning routine is a little bit different, um, as you said, um, and I tend to like doing things in the afternoon or night, um, or evening. And so one of my non-negotiables is taking a walk. Now, mm. it depends on my energy levels. Now, if I wake up and let's be real, and I don't feel like doing anything, I will usually change it up and say, okay, we're going to start my day going for a walk. Um, mm. and so I would say my biggest thing that in general, from what you can learn from that is putting yourself first. I found that every time I put myself first, um, when I do something for me, I find that my day goes better. Um, the sales process goes better. I don't know what it is, um, but it's just something about putting myself first and doing something for me that it, it, it really helps because I feel like as business owners, it's always easy to want to be like, oh, well, I need to work on a business in order to get to where I need to go. But um, fulfillment, I believe fulfillment first really is a big factor in success. I love that. Yes. And, you know, I was going through some of your posts, right? Because we're connected, obviously, through the Facebook. And on there, one of them, you talked about going for a walk and just closing your eyes and feeling that breeze on your face. And I, that's like when I get to go for a walk by myself, because we have two dogs and I have two young girls. Mm -hmm. So I'm not always on walks by myself. But I would say that that is that moment where I'm just like, you feel like just for a hot second, you can disconnect, you can feel the nature around you. Like you really just get open. And sometimes those are, those are, man, my best moments in my day. And you're right. As soon as you have that fulfillment, it's the me time, right? Then you go back and you're like, I'm going to kick ass at whatever oh, I do next. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. I, it, it's like a re-energize. Like I feel refreshed when I come from outside. So I like how you read that post because um, it's my happy place. Like anytime I'm frustrated um, or I'm not feeling it, or I just want to break from the screen, um, it always resets me. I come back feeling good. I love that. So, you know, now that I've had you here for a good 15 minutes or so, so that the community can get to know you, if they want to know more about what you're doing or the Connectors Club or just follow you in general, where's the best place for them to be getting a hold of you? Um, so the best place is. I know you said you'd put like the link. So like I'm usually hanging around on Facebook a lot. I'm also on TikTok. So mm. if you type my name on Nik Nikia Walker, there's a lot of different types of things <laughs> I talk about around fulfillment. It's my favorite topic and a little bit about LinkedIn and stuff. But yeah, if you type in my name, that's the easiest way um, to really, yeah, get in con contact and um, yeah, go from there. And like there's an option where, um, we can always jump on like a 20 minute call and free. I'm happy to give like a lot of value. Um, I'm very big on that. I'm happy to help people who want to kickstart LinkedIn and just get ready. Cause it's not as scary as it seems. It's not, uh, it's a pay it forward. I would say, you know, in general, I'd say a lot of careers, people have a hard time with that self-promotion. I mean, even if it's someone mm -hmm. who is in a corporate career, think about the times that you really have to stand up and be confident and ask for what mm -hmm. you want, whether it's a raise or a project or promotion or whatever. But that self-promotion and like getting, just putting yourself out there can be so hard for people. And 
it's a similar feeling to lead gen. You're just getting to know new people. You're getting to build your network. Here's like, what can I do for you? And in turn, how can you provide value to me? And then we create a collab that helps these people. Um, and really collaboration is the new smart way to go. People are done with competition. People are done with like this person against this person. That is mean girl style from years ago and no one wants that anymore. Yeah, um, I think, like you said, yeah, it's good for connection. And I know a lot of people are like very focused on the inbound, meaning like you're you just doing social media and you're waiting. But I tell them like, you know, for example, I just spoke to a, a prospect the other day where she looked at me and she's like, Nikki, I wish I met you before mm -hmm. I made this. She basically made an investment where she wasn't aligned with. And if I got off that call thinking, you see, there's people out there that may have not found you, but need you. Mm -hmm. And you don't know, like, if you don't reach out, like, you may miss those opportunities. They may be exactly what you need. And I'm like, outreach is the way to go, um, but you need to do it the right way, right? Um, but it's great for connections. You don't know how you can, you can create some amazing partnerships that you never would have thought happened, right? You never know, right? Someone may know someone that knows someone. It's it's a powerful way of connecting with people, right? Not only for business, but, like, pure connection, Absolutely. And I, I'm down for it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So again, I've had you on hot seat for a good 15 minutes or so. Is there, you know, tell me today, is there any questions that you might have for me or is there some way that, you know, myself or someone in my audience would be able to serve you best? I'd be curious since you asked me this question, what is leadership to you? Mm, leadership to me is, yeah. Oh my gosh. I've got so many reasons for it, but leadership to me is influence. I think leadership is about whether it's parenting and helping my children understand, you know, who they want to be and where they want to go and is the way they're acting right now getting them to that position. It's all about who we become in the journey. But when I also think about our restaurant, it's influencing people to do the job that you need them to do, but also in the way that they want to do it, you know? Yeah. So um, I don't think that people realize enough that we, we're all selling we're all selling people on the ideas, on the thoughts that we have, on the actions we want them to take. And you can't do it the way that the old bosses did it. You just can't tell people what to do and think that they're going to do it. You have to help them understand why it's important to them in that way. And I think that that influence and that respect is the best place to start. I love that. It's like reminding people that like you can be authentic and be yourself and you don't have to be anything that or any experience that has come by you right a lot of times we base things based on our experience like oh my god i got a whatever i got a bad experience from this person so i'm therefore don't no longer want to do that skill but mm -hmm. i like the aspect of you can make it your own you don't have to do there's not one way yeah there is no one way to do anything it's just, it's all about problem solving right or creating solutions and i i love that so i always try to tell people that like our job isn't necessarily to make the people that we work for think that we are their ultimate resource. It's to create them being resourceful. They need to understand where they can look for things. And you're really influencing them to believe in themselves and see that they can do it on their own. They don't always have to depend on that leader. And, um, you know, we've been working a lot with that and coaching with our people that are on our restaurant team is, oh, they've got all these questions. Yeah, they have questions answer them or ask them questions. What do you think? Where would you look if I wasn't standing right here? Like that gets me on a whole nother rant because <laughs> yeah, that and gets me on a whole nother. 
And that's how you see a lot of companies when they're all shocked when someone leaves and you're like, but did you ask them if they're happy? Because usually a lot of times the feedback's around what they want to hear mm-hmm. um, because people don't feel as comfortable. And I think it's like, I like how you're, you're coaching, you know, this restaurant through and saying like, did you ask them? Like yeah. you need feedback, like real feedback, not the sure coded. It's important. So people feel heard. I think it's just right. Important. Uh, well, thank you so much. You dropped so many little golden nuggets with us today. I'm so appreciative of your time. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of Nakia, I'm going to make sure that I get down in the show notes in the comments, how we can get you in connection with her. So be ready for your socials to blow up because everybody's going to be wanting to know what you're doing with this connectors club. All right, guys, I, um, will see you on the next episode on the channels. You know, you can find us on the LinkedIn, the YouTube and on the podcast, and we'll have all those in the show notes for you guys. Um, whatever way it is best for you to get your information. All right, everybody have a day. We'll see you later.